0: Welcome to the Superhero Hour Hour. This is the show where we talk about every live action television show that is based on a comic book or a comic book property. I am your host for the evening, taking you down to the nice cool running river of content. I want to dunk Taylor. myself in it. Oh, I'm like I'm not going to I'm going to rip this sheet way back. It's hot as hell in here today. We're all naked. There's a
1: fan on right now, unless if you like you can hear that in the background. I think we all
2: have a gentlemanly agreement not to look at each other's junk, which we have all begun to violate almost instantly. Y M C rules.
0: Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna tell you. Like it is. It is legitimately 100 degrees today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that's not a fake number that I pulled out of nowhere for bits and
2: funniness. It is so goddamn hot. I invented a phrase for how hot I feel right now, and it's this: my biscuits are burning. That's not bad. My biscuits are burning. You You can put that on a t-shirt and not wear on these days.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That. uh, That man whose biscuits are burning is
3: Greg. My biscuits are burning.
1: Uh, also with me is Ryan. My phrase is "I'm smoking
3: like the mask."
0: Oh, okay. And also is uh, Mike.
3: My triscuits are turning.
0: Th- you know what? You're so
2: this r- is Proud you're, Mary now.
0: You're, you're heavily <laughs> ripping off Greg, and I appreciate that because it is too hot to go through copyright law.
2: Yeah, yeah. Things might get totally nonsensical. <laughs> yeah. At a certain
1: point, we're just gonna start sounding like we're. Like made of syrup, like it's just gonna, everything's gonna slow <laughs> down. Little fact
2: about
0: when it's real hot is that it's actually like the purge is because it's just too hot for anyone to do anything. So uh-huh. it's like if you have the energy to go out and commit crimes, people
2: are like, and eh, whatever, uh, summer of <laughs> Sam, man, for sure. <laughs> I've seen a few movies about that, and that guy was motivated. I don't know what that means. Oh, it, with uh, Son of Sam. Oh, the they called it killer. the Summer of Sam. Yeah, because it was also extremely, oh, because it's like alliterative. Yeah, and also because it was extremely hot. And there were uh, like power outages, and so everyone was just super on edge. And then also, some guy was running around shooting people. Well, because there's so also Summer those. Of
1: Sam, do the right thing. Zodiac, American Pie. It's been covered. It's yeah. So many movies.
0: Didn't get that. Uh, so it's hot, and I don't. My brain stopped working. <laughs> How conclusion. often we're
1: supposed to be talking about shows based on comic books? Yeah. How often are we going to stop doing that and just say? It's hot. We'll just screech the conversation. I'm hoping to, to get it
2: all out in this intro.
3: Yeah. But it's, oh, it's, there's no fucking way.
2: We're going to no. bring it
3: up the entire to, episode. Yeah, today's I think you're planning
2: about it all day, and I'm not going to stop after this segment.
3: Today's the one day that weather isn't small talk annoying. Shut the fuck up. It's like, I get it. There's nothing else you could talk about.
2: This is one of those days where you're like, ooh, yeah, we are breaking the world, aren't we?
3: Yeah. You could tell. This is too hot. This is because we're this being back. Scott Pruitt left office yeah. because he saw what was going to happen on Friday. He's like, I'm not taking the blame like for
0: this yet. one. I saw someone post today online. They were like, oh, look at that. And it was the picture of their like iPhone's weather app. And they replaced all of the temperatures with, it's go see a movie degrees.
2: <laughs>
1: Or I like how they replaced it with that little guy who loved GamePro games and the magazine GamePro. Remember when his head was exploding? Exploding? That's hot. I, I don't remember that. You don't remember GamePro? No, because I am a young man. Young man. You're a, a,
0: a, a strapping, strapping young man. Is no, that, young that from
1: man. the song YMC? I think you said <laughs> YMC earlier.
2: rules.
0: I I don't get any of these references. <laughs> well, some of them we're just man. making up right now or <laughs> okay, deleting letters of. Good.
3: We're going to start burning Taylor's biscuits. Does I it do, also mean if you're angry? Is YMC like DMX, but you put some of his letters higher and some of them lower, and then you flipped them around? It means Mike is a little hot drunk and said YMC instead of YMCA. You fucking moron. Like a fucking moron.
0: YMCA.
3: Are
1: we doing this, you guys? Can we hear YMCA as done by DMX? All right.
3: YMCA Nope, that was a little but too Randy Newman That, that became I love
2: <laughs> YMCA That became like King Cruel at the end <laughs> uh, Easy, easy this is quickly becoming our lost episode. <laughs> when we have to be like <laughs> saved cause... from the studio by firemen because we it got just, too hot? Greg keeps reaching work. for the
1: plug that plugs everything in just to delete all of this. We'll
3: this... Try to explain that there's no p- <laughs> one plug you can pull to undo everything.
0: Is this what Rich the Kid meant by plug walk? That's a reference that none of you in this room are going to get. Is it we made you feel bad for being young, so you make us feel bad for being old? I don't even fully get that reference. I'm not even sure if I did it correctly. We're going to be talking about Luke Cage later, but before we get to that, the super serious shishy Super hot bullpen. Now we're here in our fantastic, super serious bullpen. This is the part of the show where this week we're giving away shushies. It's like the Emmys or the Oscars, but uh, we. It's get the Emmys on. of the Oscars. If they mattered. Yeah, it's like the Emmys of the Oscars if they were Teen Choice Awards. And this week we're doing the best ensemble. Now we have gone to the Academy and we've tallied the votes. And now we have bringing to you our top nominees. Now, we've whittled this down. So these are your nominees. Is this the first big one? Like, is this the first one that matters? Yeah, yeah. 100%. All the others have been swinging. I am really
2: weirdly excited. I, like, I'm, <laughs> I can't believe how into this I've been. And this one feels like a really big one. All right. I'm ready to go down swinging. For sure. This
3: has to be a screaming match. Otherwise, it oh, just yeah, doesn't no. work.
0: It's not going to work. Your first nominee for Best Ensemble is Legends of Tomorrow.
3: Yeah. That's not a surprise. Fucking vote for anybody no, who's no, ever heard our show yeah, before. If this
1: is your first episode, come on. It's of course, it's a good this show. Stop noted.
3: watching the fucking Flash and start watching Legends. of Tomorrow. But is it
1: a good show because of the ensemble? Yeah, yes. that's like
2: one hundred percent of the reason. Everything that's good about this show is good because
1: of this ensemble. That Superman that you grew up with, the you know the guy that you think of as Superman, yeah. he's on this show. Dean and King. then there's other people.
0: Legends of Tomorrow is the most ensemble of the ensemble shows that we have, and they do it well. Yeah. It's not just, always,
1: but this season? Mm-hmm. Yes. They figured, it, figured
0: it, out. it out. The first couple seasons, it was like, uh, I don't know. There's, some, there's a lot of weak links. They're not getting it. But yeah, now, yeah, Fuck off, it hot girl. It's <laughs> not it like you said, fuck off, hot girl. Which He was talking to me. That's, <laughs> that's his nickname for me. Your next nominee for Best Ensemble is
3: Legion. Okay, is this a... Is, this feels like a show
2: where all the characters like, are isolated from each other.
0: It's it feels like it's slowly becoming Is this a
2: legacy vote? Yeah, I guess. It actually I rated it pretty highly myself, but I guess it's because I was thinking of last year. But, I mean, you got, like, Bernie Face guy. All He's the performances, I, th- I think, are still good. Right. But it's mm. like you said, Mike. Like, what we're looking for is
1: the most happy endings show, right? Yeah. right. watching the group together, and we just don't get that anymore. Because they
2: stand, mm. yeah, maybe two of them stand in one room and have a talk, while two other ones have sushi by the boat. <laughs> I still <laughs>
0: think it's definitely going to
1: win, obviously, based on what we just I,
0: said. I say, so you guys are going to be r- real pissed off <laughs> if this wins Best Ensemble. Yes. Uh, your next nominee for Best
1: Ensemble is Lucifer. Well maybe Legion got nominated because it starts with an L. Yeah.
3: Oh, that was a I do sometimes not wear my glasses and so maybe on voting day I Just, forgot that. This is three L numbers, shows.
1: yeah. This is actually my I'm really pulling for this one. I think this, this is, is definitely an underrated an ensemble. ensemble. I think that they are I think that all of these actors might be terrible, uh-huh. but together they are phenomenal.
3: Yeah, the the way they gel, they all have energies that would be off putting
2: on another show. Off uh, putting, yes. <laughs> <But> on this <laughs> show I just <laughs> did not care for them.
0: <laughs> so this is the like the ensemble is actually pulling the work on this one. Uh-huh.
1: 100%. And the way that they rolled in Charlotte and Ella, mm-hmm. like they found Ella, perfect Ella, people a- to
3: come in and a- gel with a- everyone else. And even uh, Tom Welling, like how he Welling, disrupted Welling. the ensemble, he did it in a good way.
2: He's a disruptor. For sure, yeah. He, he also played
3: Superman.
0: He's de- he's definitely showing up, and he's you know, like getting in the tech sphere, and
1: he's just making changes to things that people haven't been thought thought of before. Wait, Wait, early, give earlier, you- earlier, I said that Legends has your everyone's favorite Superman, which I meant Brandon Routh. Mm-hmm. You said Dean Cain, mm-hmm. but for you, it's actually Tom Welling, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, isn't that your Superman? I was trying
3: to hide my Superman with jokes. <laughs> I live and die by the no flights, no tights, no coke nights rule. That's why you run
0: the worst nightclub in town. (laughs) Uh, Your next nominee for Best Ensemble is The L Word. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) The Tick. (laughs) That one doesn't start with
2: L. (laughs) Man, The L Word, I think, is an an underrated show. The L Word's a great show. Uh, We call it The Lick. Very important uh, for its time and just brave and just did things that a lot of shows didn't do.
1: As much as I love The Tick at the beginning when it first came out, I did not think it would be a Best Ensemble nominee. Mm -hmm. And then by the end of it, Dude. Of course, yeah. obviously.
2: Yeah, Danger Boat. Uh, what's Danger oh, Boat's boy. friend's name? Uh, yeah.
1: Who cares? Because Danger Boat. No, it's a,
0: it's <laughs> a Punisher. No, it's, face. it's a Danger Boat, and uh, it's like Nightblade or something. Yeah, yeah. something really Brady dumb like yeah,
2: Stab he's, McGee. He's really good in it, especially this. Well, I guess this whole thing is just the first season, right? But
3: him, him, and Dot were really good, yeah. and yeah, well, they, they, they. Dot started- is crazy because Dot doesn't like. You
1: know, like throw up any flags, like she goes under the radar, but her with her brother, with the tick, uh-huh. with Nightblade, with Dangerboat. like
2: How about uh Arthur's stepdad? Uh-huh. How are your feet? Like
1: <laughs> how, are your feet? How, are your feet? how are your feet? This is a good cast. Yeah. Dude. And then of course, um The Terror guy from Watchmen, yes.
0: Oh
3: yeah Jackie Earl Haley. The
0: Terror The Terror
3: <laughs>
2: I'm gonna listen a- to me play
0: drums. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do an entire whiplash scene. Terror uh, impressions are fun. They are a lot of fun. All right, your next nominee. And they're coming in with a little bit of momentum because this is last year's winner for this what? category. Winona Earp. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I just this this show is a mystery to me. You guys seem to like it an awful I'm, lot.
0: Greg, I am legitimately so excited for you to watch it and also your opinion does not matter for this category <laughs> because you have not seen Winona Earp. We and are- I love you, but your opinion is bullshit and I don't care. And I love you. But I don't care what you have to say.
1: We're just four members of the giant voting board, right? But I feel like Greg's vote against Winona Herb is just going to kill this show every time. That's bullshit. I'm, I'm. Should we kick Greg out of the show? I'm, fi- I'm filibustering. I, we can do that, right?
2: You will die. In this weather, if yeah. you filibuster, you will die. I will, kind of I will, make, it, your I will
0: make it five minutes. minutes. I, I have, have that watched guy who's the like, musical
2: 1776, and people died. Homicide. i trying, trying to talk too long, okay?
0: Listen, it, I'm like that guy who's going to walk out into the snow. He's like, don't worry. I'm going to be back. I'm going to go get that food, and we're going to survive. He dies like three feet from the door. He trips, huh? hits
1: his head, dies. I feel like it's very important to point out, though, especially to some of us, that when Winona Earp won this award last year, we weren't exactly sure who Jeremy was and yes. since they won that award Jeremy has uh-huh. been introduced oh that's Jeremy true.
3: they were like wait what do we not have a tech nerd mm, let's fix that yeah and they brought on a tech nerd
0: who is like gay for doc holiday Uh and is just fantastic in every scene he's in he just wants to be helpful and he is never helpful
1: almost like somebody who is it feels like a seth cohen who is like writing his own lines Uh like his personality is coming into the show do you know what i mean it's like all of the bits
0: where when uh he and dolls started running off and doing their own missions together and he was like uh, support in the headphones was I want that dynamic in every show. I just want those two guys to be put into every show. You want more of a dynamic where we're talking to people with headphones on? That's something you need more of in your life? Yes. I need I need more dynamics where You're people talk to people with headphones on. I don't know what that's.
3: Empty person.
0: I. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't
2: say anything for like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he shows up
0: and says empty person. That's, Mike's
1: becoming his dad.
0: That's... <laughs> That's cut right to the core of me. All right. Well, I guess are you guys ready to find out who? Was? Wait, that's it?
1: Well, real quickly, I do There's want not to, more. I'm not a big Th- those. Are, those are, those the are the nominees, but I'm not. Well, who do you want? I can't say I'm flabbergasted by this removal, but I thought that iZombie Zombie would just be included uh-huh. in this award forever, and I get why it wasn't. Bad season. But it wasn't a bad season. I just can't believe that iZombie could
3: ever not climb uh-huh. to the top five of an award That is not even who I thought about. Who? It is impossible that the granddaddy of all of us is not in this. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fucking writes the book of how to make a good ensemble show. Wait, and then they gave us Deke! Is that that one show with Deke? Yes, oh, I've seen, I've heard about that show with Deke, right? Deke and the Friends, <laughs> Deke and, <laughs> Deke and Deke Friends, Deke and the Gang aren't
0: on this. I feel like the amount that I heard about just Deke and yeah. everyone else just kind of
3: doing like right? they, made like, you hate the show.
0: Like Agents of Shield has a Deke, but they also have a Mac.
3: Yeah, but you can't judge them only by their weakest. All these shows, but have you a also can't known. judge it. Only but by no, their but best. You don't it doesn't judge by the weakest. You judge by the dekest.
2: It, it makes I it can't. seem like it's not as much of an ensemble if it's just like here's Deke killing it over but and over and over again. Deke, Deke, Deke. He Deke. put oranges in a.
3: Of a lady. It's because we're used it was
2: lemon's hey, idiot. I thought it was lemons. It's because we're used remember.
3: to it's a citrus, guys.
0: Listen, let's not get out of hand. We're I'm used colorblind. to We're
3: used to everybody <laughs> else. They're different shapes. They're used to, we're used to everybody else doing great and they continue to do great. So Deke was new, so that's who he freaked out about. But fucking Phil Colson and Chloe Bennett and Agent May and Fitzsimmons, Everybody everybody's still fucking delivered you guys Dean from just... Agents
1: of S.H.I.E.L.D. is the Jeremy from Winona Earp of our generation
2: Taylor and I don't care about this <laughs> show I you don't guys care. and we will never care don't about care. this show well that's okay. why not I important. get to yell right now <laughs> I think not maybe important. at some
1: point in the seventh season you guys will care it's just one more year and then we're gonna do and this and you're not
2: even right about what to get indignant about because Black Lightning didn't make this and all we oh, ever the said wire about of Gamby. our generation oh okay you can't because there's one bad guy oh
3: I feel like that
2: argument was just made. <laughs> no that's not. That's the Mac <laughs> argument, my, as it's called in the Supreme Court. My point with that was that if you're only talking about how good Deke is, mm. then you're not talking about how good the ensemble is. Whenever we talk about this show, we talk about how good the ensemble is and how they're all good together and how they all do well. Except for one guy, Gamby, and yes, he's a curse upon the show. He's a curse upon me. He's a curse <laughs> upon our society. I hate. will say
1: whatever ground that The Flash had, because The Flash was probably in the Fuck ownership off. of uh, like the family, like, you know, this is how a family mm. works. Black Lightning did take that over. Like those four did probably deserve a nomination.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys are all wrong because the obvious ensemble was the Runaways. They had a raptor that they brought into their group. Wow. Here's the thing. No. I don't understand. Runaways had adults. I understand. You guys started on Runaways better than I did. Yeah. How is
2: it that now I'm the only one who no, liked I Runaways? S- I still like Runaways. It just got shaky near the end and never lived up to its potential. I liked it. I thought
0: that and all it the characters was, were
2: good. It was a good ensemble. It was a good it ensemble. It was a good ensemble. I they, think the kids were good. I think the adults,
1: the adults is what well, ruined it the, for this award. This is
2: not good. This is great.
0: Well, fine. Do you want to know who won? Who did it great? Lay it on me. Because all of you were wrong about what you thought was robbed. That got really heated. Yeah. Fuck you, Greg. Sorry.
2: (laughs) The winner is. Oh, I mean, clap back. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, (gasps) did you just crack the code? You just scream clap back. I'm not back. I'm not good under pressure. I just apologize right away.
0: Your winner is for best ensemble. It's of tomorrow.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Never. Friends friends, <laughs> friends, 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 okay. friends, friends. That's so it. That's the,
0: that's the segment. I firmly <laughs>
1: believe that uh, Legends is going to win a dozen Shushies. Yeah, because Legends of Tomorrow. For mostly things like Bebo. But this ensemble working together, like like they all just went into their roles, and it was, it was perfect season, the whole season.
0: They managed to make it so that fucking Nick Zano <laughs> was well, we a used great to character. The guts of.
2: He's a great character and I love him. And you know who else sucked and really came around this this season? Was Damian Dark. Uh Uh-huh. Dude, I used to be so tired of that guy, but he had like four killer episodes. Not to
1: copy you guys, but you know who else? McRory. (laughs) It used to be a one-note character, and then he they found the balance between three dimensions and the one-liner guy. Do you know who
3: else? Wally West.
2: This yeah, show fucking dude.
1: rehabilitated.
2: Man, rehabilitated. Yeah, they healed that guy.
1: And all these shows, all, all these team shows always suck because of the Cyclops Syndrome, right? Where it's like the reluctant leader who is just an asshole that, and Katie Lots as the captain, so much better than Rip mm. Torn.
2: Oh, absolutely. She's so rad. She knows karate.
1: And when she makes decisions, they make sense, and she, we get to watch her go over it. It's not just like the cute back and forth, but I don't know, man. And now we have, she has Ava.
2: Uh-huh, and that's a very interesting dynamic. Love me and Ava. All right. Friends, 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 friends. friends. I feel like Greg
1: came tonight just for the chant.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's a good chant. All right. (laughs) That is it for the bullpen. Now, we're going to talk about podcasts that we like. (laughs)
3: Podcasts (laughs) that we like?
0: like.
1: Is that what we do now? (laughs) 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 Or should we cut and then do that? He is right. He's sending it to you for a commercial, Mike.
3: Oh, I thought you were just fucking hot and said the wrong word.
2: No. No. He was looking right at the script when he did that. So, the podcast
0: that we like. if like, uh, If you like us but not me, then you should listen to Movie of the Year. It's a show where Greg is the host and he walks... Our gentlemen through uh, the most year-ish movie of a certain year. This year they're doing 1999, and it's a good show. I like it. I like listening to it because they talk about movies in ways that I don't.
1: If you're digging this show, one of the ways to support us is to make sure that you are subscribed to The Superhero Hour Hour and you have rated and reviewed it. That rating and review helps out so, so much.
2: And if you like this show but you don't like Taylor and you don't like me... Then Mike and Ryan are on a show called The OCD, where they go over every single episode of The OC from two dudes who grew up in the OC and basically had like the same experience, exact same experience, exact same
3: experience. If you like this show, but you don't like Taylor, Ryan, or Greg, you're a busy motherfucker. <laughs> don't listen to the show. You will probably like Writer's Block, where it's just me talking to other people who write. And I talk about their process
1: There's just one more show What is that show?
0: If
3: you like this show and you
0: actually have Good taste outside of this Then you only like me So you should listen to Taylor Talking Taylor It's a show where I talk about Other tailors of note because I love my name And I want to teach people about other things That have had it So listen to those podcasts They're good podcasts Go to iTunes or wherever you get podcasts And you should subscribe and listen to those And it's good content that's for you (laughs) Now, we're going to move on to talking about Luke Cage. On this week's episode of Luke Cage, Luke works out in the most awkward combine of all time to strengthen his brand, and a city that has seen aliens attack and gods summon lightning is overawed to see a man run fast and throw a tire. But the tire Luke can't throw is his relationship with his father. Meanwhile, Mariah works to save her business and has a family relationships of her own to work out with her daughter. And Bushmaster keeps rolling that beautiful bean footage of Luke Cage, and now he wants a taste. Oh, and this week's musical guest is Gary Clark Jr. So, gentlemen, I ask you this. How embarrassing was that
1: opening combine sequence? Oh, man, I was, de- I was doing okay. And then when, is it Jamella? Yes. And yes. Michael? Yes. Came on. And I swear to acted gosh. the shit. Just, From
2: the now defunct. Right, six, not even a real so, thing anymore. Yeah,
1: um, And just gave two of the most natural acting performances I've ever seen in my entire life.
2: And then, to top that off, Todd Bowles <laughs> comes on. It is a coach. A college football coach just walks on. And he's like, hello.
3: Now I'm here. The- these are three real-life sports people. Yeah, games. these, yeah. Are, these so, are real names.
0: And it, it read to me, like, you know when you would play, like, before video games got good, uh-huh. like, when you played, like, Like, yeah, when you played like Madden two thousand seven, and they had the announcers come on and just say shit. Yeah, that's what this felt like. It felt like they were just saying things. That's so
2: right, dude. Yeah, it's like, wow, he's really on fire tonight. Michael Smith. Michael Smith's third line
1: to Jamel was, "Well, hello, Jamel." And (laughs) Luke Cage is doing things. It was rough tonight. We're here at the stadium, and and we're. uh,
2: I know we've said this before, but it's every once in a while you have to check in. This is the Manhattan that's been leveled by aliens. Gods walk the earth. There's a big green dude. And this guy chucks a tire and they're like, oh, like they can't believe it. He can run fast.
1: This is where, and I never thought I would say this, that this is where it becomes clear. And this happens multiple times that the MCU should not be part of this. uh Because how awesome would it be? For these people to see Luke Cage yeah. or someone like that for the first time right. ever.
3: It's a detriment. The connectivity is a detriment, not a plus. No. And well, we're yeah. out of
1: pros. There's no more pros. Right. There's only <laughs> cons now.
3: Well, I was thinking uh, how
0: awesome would it be if like, he does that exact scene, but he's throwing a tire and I was like... That's bullshit. We yeah. saw Thor. Like, we don't care. Or at least like, have, go like... go home. We got But brackets. see, they wouldn't...
2: That, that's what's weird, because, okay, it's a connected universe to that, but they would never say, we've seen Thor. They'd say, the Norse guy does that. The green guy mm-hmm. does that. So they won't even they say their fucking LeBron names. James does that. The, this specific episode, there's like, oh, well, he'll be in trouble for having this Judas bullet, because that's from the incident. They won't even say the thing. Yeah. Like, that's... They're well, not talking about... Yeah,
3: all these shows have called that the incident. Jessica Jones season two is groundbreaking because they finally acknowledged Captain America instead of being like the patriotic one. Yeah, But only as somebody who sells toys to
1: kids. Uh That's the only way that they mentioned it.
2: It's it's they're all basically named after episodes of Friends. But I oh, the <laughs> one with all the arrows. <laughs> <laughs> I I do
3: think though because like in I don't I'm not a sportser, but there's better sports people than college kids. But then people freak out when they get to see the very good college kid do. Yeah. So Luke Cage is from Harlem. He's the their guy, and they get to see him live. Yeah, and that's cool okay. that one
1: neighborhood has their own mm-hmm. hero. And, and that, obvi- that's something they can come and watch.
2: And they're selling that this season, that, you know, the Harlem's Hero app and everybody uh-huh. tracks him down and everything and the pluses and minuses of that. And and so I, I buy that. I think
1: they're doing a good job of having Luke Cage battle between the fact that it's awesome to have money yeah. and it's awesome to be a known hero of my neighborhood. But also, I bet there's bad stuff that comes with this. Right. I don't know what it is yet, but I bet I'll find here's, out. Here's
0: the thing I want to bring up about that combine. <laughs> it comes after a scene where uh, Luke Cage has been shot... And uh, Claire is like, I think you're stronger than you were before. Uh-huh. And so uh, <laughs> yeah. she said and so he's like, "What does that mean?" And she says, "It means we gotta, like, <laughs> we gotta test you out." Test you so out. he does it by just like running, like that doesn't. He stopped fucking bullets. Yeah, That's but not, none of they, that helps. That Claire well, should have well, pulled out an AK and just.
3: While it. you were rolling your eyes about the bad acting, they were saying things like, "No human can run that fast." He's very strong. Like he was right. still showing
2: it.
0: But he's, st- he's still. But specifically, the
2: thing they seem to want to find out is why doesn't this Judas is right. work? Right, exactly. On so he could already run fast. He could already pick up heavy
0: things and throw heavy things. But I think it's even easier now. But like, <sighs> no,
2: I, I I agree with you. It, it just
0: was so bizarre that that was the thing they were testing, also, and then they cut to that scene, which the is the beginning my of this scene. episode.
2: They're like. Judas Bull doesn't work anymore. By the end of the episode, there's already another thing that fucks him up. Yeah. Is that what this show is going to be forever? It's like, oh, now that thing can't hurt me anymore. Oh, but this new thing can't straight it is, I it feels
0: like it is going Dragon Ball Z level. Like, <laughs> every, that, like every season, there's going to be another level that they're like, all of a sudden, I can get, like... So you hate r- comic books? I mean, no, because there are ways to do, like, that in different ways. It's, like, they always have, like, instantaneous. You know what's
2: going to be cool, I think? They're going to have Bushmaster, Mm -hmm. I think, strangle him. And that seems, like, good. Because, like, he's got unbreakable skin, but you could choke him. Right. Like, that's cool. But to have it be, like, another bullet Mm -hmm. that also hurts him, like... This, they are setting up for this cool thing. It's just Or use magic next time. But mm. it's just to have be like, well, now i got a different type of bullet. Yeah, that I don't, I don't, see I don't want to
1: harp on this thing that we do every season with the Netflix shows, of uh, the fact that we watch it differently than most people. Yeah. But they have to have something at the end that keeps people tuning into the next one, like keep hitting play, even though it's not that big of a deal. But in the meantime, between the Combine and between the Judas Bullet 2.0, uh, I do think that we are, and we talked about this a little bit last week, developing three interesting sides and focused sides Mm -hmm. we know that luke cage and claire and his manager who gets 10 percent, not a penny more or less and then uh mariah and shades and bushmaster they're all right going to the same place soon
3: anytime it's not two sides it's more than that is more interesting because there's there's who is fully right who's fully bad because bushmaster is going to try to kill everybody involved i don't know are we going
1: to get that thing though where we are starting to feel for bushmaster like Black Panther sort of set up this thing, uh-huh. and other movies have done it, but like, it's not cool to just have evil, yeah. evil bad guys anymore. And they have but, that fully with Mariah and Shades. Mariah so. and Shade have it. So are we going to start to feel for Bushmaster?
2: That's cool. That would be interesting, and I think they've set it up a little bit because he like really wants to have the pop. Like he wants to have the popularity right. that Luke Cage has. So maybe they'll give us the other side of that, which is just you know. Because no one's ever been nice to him. So he would really like, wants to feel accepted. And he
3: said something about Harlem being his birthright. So there's like a deeper, which Mariah says shit like that all the time. So it's different angles attacking the same. This city is mine.
1: I'm not sure why it's Bushmaster's birthright, though. He talks different than everyone else. What is his connection to Harlem?
2: I don't, we don't know yet. That's the thing. He has given this clue that he says it's his birthright. Wait, you're
3: mad that we don't know that right away? Sort of. That's fucking dumb. Why? Because I don't know why I should care about I just met you. Give me all your information right now. But to be fair,
0: I see what Ryan's saying because I don't know why... Yeah, I, like, he's been
2: on the show for a while now. We should probably know why we give a shit about it. It's him. Like, the it's, least focused
1: of the three focused storylines.
2: Because
0: it seems it's very obvious the show is making us want to care about him. And I feel like the easiest
1: way to do that is just be like, why is he doing... Like, Why does he mm. think he needs And it to doesn't do have to be Harlem-based. He just could have not said that. Yeah. But he right. said... Um, uh, you know, Harlem is my birthright. Because, I don't know, everyone else is saying that. All of the <laughs> other sides are saying it, that. you don't Harlem does not have to be your birthright, guys. Yeah, the it's, city is open for business.
0: It's a thing that feels like it's weird by its inclusion. If it was
1: left out, I would I would be more on board with him. I he think seems gonna, like less Harlem, more of a globe shotter.
2: <laughs> I think there's going to be something cool there, though. And maybe they should have said it already, but it's going to be like that he's like 200 years old and... Like, he is
3: Mr. Harlem. Yeah, or
2: something like that. Or, you know, because he's, he's got like an undead heir to right. him or whatever. Or like it was promised to his family in a blood ritual. And, and no,
1: Mike, I don't need to know all the information right now. I want it to be delivered in whatever way the storytellers want. But the way it's doing it feels fake. It feels like they jammed that line in.
3: because I guess because he was in one scene in the first episode and really only like three scenes in this. So for him to be doing other things and meeting people and already meeting Mariah's daughter, him saying that one line didn't red flag me at all. But,
1: but it's just because Luke Cage, Harlem is Luke Cage's birthright, and it's also Mariah's birthright, and so it's a fake connection mm. to the three.
2: Harlem birth, birthright. Um, <laughs> You birthright. Know, everybody's when, glad you tried that. that <laughs> just one thing about Harlem, though, it's an, old as shit place. It really is. It's like one of the oldest American places. Yeah. And so I think that is the potential that they're trying to tap into here. Like, I I don't know why I think that, but it's just like, uh, this is an extremely old part of America. I
0: also almost don't want that because it feels like they did something similar to that with the Defenders, with the hand, where there are a bunch of old people who are running (laughs) New York.
1: So, I But that's Hell's Kitchen, a borough that, or a neighborhood that is a block away or two. So yeah. it's very, very different.
3: 25 minutes at quickest. You can never get there. It's a different area.
0: Yeah. So, like, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> how did you guys feel about
1: the the Jamaican accents in this show? Well, I didn't mean to. It just happened when I turned on Netflix, subtitles were on. Yeah. And so I was it watching is weird. It, and then I didn't know. If you guys watch it without subtitles, are they subtitling Bushmaster? Because oh, there's some stuff that he says that I don't understand what he's saying. No, yeah, they they
2: subtitle him, but, like, the intent of what he says in that patois. Yeah. So it's, they don't write out what he says. They write out what he means by what he says, and they do that with all the Yardies. And it, I don't, I'm neither for nor against it. It is interesting, though, because they have whole phrases that, like, are translated by the closed captioning. And I wonder why they made that decision. Yeah, because when
0: I watched it, I watched it, like, without any yeah, closed captioning. And I didn't have any of the subtitles. And when I saw talk online about they're like, I don't know how I feel about these subtitles of this thing. And
1: that was an interesting topic for me. because yeah, It's did. not the screenwriter. It's some dude at Netflix.
2: So, yeah, so. exactly. Because usually what you get is you get the script Put into the right. closed captioning. So mm-hmm. a lot of cause I watch a lot of things with closed captioning. So sometimes things you wouldn't even be able to hear, or you literally can't hear, they'll put down what somebody says because it's in the script. It's very weird to like translate the, uh, the dialect mm-hmm. of somebody. I've never seen it before. And yeah, it's like I don't know how to feel about it, but it's it certainly sticks out.
3: So it's like idiomatic translation? Yeah. yeah. So
2: there's d- always gonna be something lost.
1: Always. But then I think that maybe even more might be lost because I don't trust these people. Right. Whereas in a show that we're going to talk about later, uh, Cloak and Dagger, when they're doing the voodoo scene, they will intermix the lingo and the, you know, and so it's a much different feeling. It feels so much more genuine, even though it's probably less. Yeah. It feels like I'm getting the point better than what Luke Cage was intending.
3: Yeah, just leave your audience in the dark a little.
2: And right. they'll it's figure okay. it out. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can <laughs> yeah. figure out what they're talking about. I, I nobody's thinking it.
1: Bushmaster saying, like, I wonder if Luke Cage wants to have an iced tea with me. Right. Like, we're not thinking yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, he's
2: saying Harlem is mine. Yeah. It's my birthright.
1: All right, well, Luke Cage is still on Netflix. We're going to be watching it one
0: episode at a time, week it. by week. Uh, Greg is optimistic more than any of us.
1: No, no, I'm, I'm in For it, sure, yeah. yeah.
0: All right. After that, I think I'm after still that, more optimistic. After, after that, after that, com, after that combine scene, you guys are still like, "Yeah, Luke Cage is like." Oh definitely... yeah, it was
2: one dumb scene. These all shows right. are all going to be dumb as shit a little bit. <laughs> it's so weird the, the 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 fucking
3: leash you give Riverdale. Yeah. And then the minute another show stubs here's, its toe a little, you freak out.
0: I would give Luke Cage all of my love and everything if every scene was that combine scene. Yeah, that th- combine <laughs> scene is my favorite thing that's ever happened. But the rest of the show is not that. The
1: yeah, other thing too that I think is important. is is that Mike you can't tell a Michael Smith from a Jamal Harris mm-hmm. like you have no idea but you knew that they weren't actors you right. just knew that they were but different I grew- than us or different than the other people in the show and you just move on
3: I grew watching like TGIF and there's so many like interstitials where the actors would then be acting as themselves not as their yeah. characters and there's that fake disney acting right. oh, God, so it so pops weird. up and you're like all right and then it goes away
1: yeah some people have a knack and Michael Smith does not
0: all right, well, that Luke Cage is on Netflix. We're watching it week by week. You've probably already watched it all or none of it, but you can catch up with us and watch it with us, and we would appreciate if you did that. Now, we will move on to a separate little thing called the tape pin <laughs> Now we're hearing a little something called the tape pin This is the part of the show where the other three guys, they relinquish control. I assume direct control, and I just do whatever I want, and they have to abide by it. So this week, we're going to do a little thing that I called Maybe you're not so bad. (laughs) This is a thing where uh, we're going to go through uh, shows and they don't have to be shows that uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to open it up to anything. It doesn't even have to be a show, but anything that uh, was by and large, terrible, but had a little bit like a little moment that you're like, you know what? That's good. For instance, this week, a thing that I did was I rewatched the scene from powerless where Vanessa Hudgens strolls in and starts singing Kelly collections since you've been gone. Uh-huh. Terrible show, awful show the rest of the way. But that bit, good bit. <laughs> so what are other things? What prompted you watching that? Um, I don't know. It was, I thought about, man. Corniness? Power- <laughs> yeah, because I love a good karaoke. I love karaoke. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I was just sitting there and I was like, you know what? I did not like the show Powerless. Uh-huh. But you know what I do like? Kelly Clarkson since you've been gone. You know what else I like? Vanessa Hudgens. As evidenced by the fact that on my uh, year, year-end wrap-up for Spotify, I had the song $$$EX by Vanessa Hudgens on there because I've listened to that song more than any other person has ever listened <laughs> to <laughs> that song
1: by Vanessa Hudgens. And say what you want about Powerless. It's objectively a bad show. Say yeah. what you want about Vanessa Hudgens. Acting, she's not great. But she seems like a fucking angel. She does, and it's great. And you will not take that away from her, no matter how hard you try. I played
0: that thirty-second clip four times in my office out loud until someone asked me politely <laughs> to stop.
1: Guys, when Taylor says that he does a thing uh, an X amount of times, yeah, do you believe the X, or do Every, you always like divide it by something? Yeah, no, sure. it's not divide it. It's, it's multiply. W- it?
3: What are the sexist rules American Pie gave us? Uh, it was like when girls say they've had sex with three guys. Multiply it by three when guys do it divided by three. Uh-huh. Taylor's a lady in the old sexist rules. Multiply it by three. That's how many times he actually listened.
1: And this is not the only way that Taylor's a lady in the old sexist rules. There's <laughs>
2: multiple <laughs> ways. There,
0: there are a lot of ways that I'm a lady in the old sexist rules. Do you guys have a thing, like a moment of something that was terrible
2: that Okay, I liked? can I can think of one. Yeah? Um, in like 2002 or maybe more like 99 actually or 2000, there was a live action movie of Inspector Gadget.
0: Oh, yes, with Matthew uh, Broderick. Matthew with
2: Magi- Matthew Broderick. And this, like, there's a lot that's really wrong about this movie. Like, stuff that's kind of sad. Like, Robert De Niro's the bad guy in it. Oof. And uh, he basically reprises his, uh, are you talking to me speech, which I feel are like. Are you thinking of Rocky and Bowwinkle right now? Oh, I oh, that is, this is Rocky and Bowwinkle, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the Rocky and Bowwinkle <laughs> movie that has Robert De Niro, uh, there is a scene where they're showing, like, spies and two of the spies are driving down the street in a car, and out of nowhere, it's like wacky hijinks time, and they just turn and run right into a wall. And in a movie where nothing is funny at all, this one part where they suddenly veer into a wall, Ryan and I saw it together many years ago, and it made us laugh so hard. And I honestly I thought the movie was Inspector Gadget so that'll tell you how much I remember about the rest of it but
1: what's fucked up about that is that we laughed harder than we've ever laughed at anything in our yeah, entire for lives sure. and then expected this is in the first three minutes of the movie and then expected it to be a good movie and it turns out it was it was so bad it was like three and a half stars out of four I would say yeah but not a, not a perfect movie but we movie. like four star
2: movies yeah, we only watch
1: four star movies
2: and there's so many of them, uh-huh. so you should, you deserve to be that good.
0: That made me think of uh, another thing that I watched this week was um,
2: Taylor's uh, never it, allowed to tell
3: us he's too busy for anything. the 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 rest of that episode of Powerless,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. And you know what? That was a good episode of Powerless,
1: Mike. What's are you it? figuring out how the new show goes? Where it goes, Taylor, Greg, Taylor, Greg. This
0: is, Yeah,
3: feels we've like an been insult. we kicked off our yeah, show. I see what's happening. Yeah. Well, that's because
0: me and Greg are just really good friends. I'm sorry. And, I was talking to Mike. What are you and, referring to right now? And uh, you guys don't, uh, don't do
1: good things. Or I'll tell you about a thing that I think is fucking, I used to think it was shitty, but now I think it's okay. What's the thing you think is shitty? Oh, man. The superhero hour hour used uh-huh. to be a quality show. Where uh, it was just me and Mike talking about life, <laughs> this and feels TV aggressive. And pursuit of happiness, comedy, and the pursuit of happiness, and we were there and we were doing it. And now, now it's—I still like it, I guess. It's fine. I guess, I, I guess it's still fine.
2: We came in and we like fucking ray crocked your show here. We got two we got a pretty good thing you got here now. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a shame if somebody took it from you. <laughs> but then left us on.
1: Left us on to wither on the vine. That's more hurtful.
2: Yeah, yeah, because we wanted to see you guys struggle as we took everything from you. First, the Twitter, then the show itself. (laughs) I
1: I got a real thing, though. What? Gwyneth Paltrow.
2: Oh, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow is
1: not good. She of the goop. She of the goop. (laughs) Ms. Goop herself. Uh I think that is just a hated figure. And I'm not going to go on my whole uh, Anne Hathaway thing.
3: Damn it,
1: that was going to be mine. Well, oh, Anne Hathaway got some short shrift for years, and it yeah. was bullshit then, and it's bullshit now. It was now. weird. All four of us great. know that, right? Like, yeah, all of us agree yeah, that great. was ridiculous. It yeah, no, g- it was bullshit that anyone ever said anything mean about her, ever. Also, I think that out Gwyneth out the Paltrow has uh, some moments where, like, there's a highlight reel for Gwyneth Paltrow, and maybe just hate as much as you want, but I think that there are some great moments in her career. Don't you forget yeah.
3: sliding doors, you sack of shit.
1: I have forgotten it because I don't know what it is. Sliding Doors, not a good movie, but a reference point for yes. conversation now. We all talk about our Sliding Doors moment now because of a goddamn Gwyneth Paltrow movie. We, sh- we sure do. We all
0: talk about our Sliding Doors We all talk about doors. Sliding Doors moment.
2: You, I, say, I think out in the culture, when you're walking around, I think if you're talking to somebody and you bring up Sliding Doors, they couldn't tell you much about the movie, but they would be like, oh no, yeah, I get it. I'm not talking about Taylor's. I can Listen, I, can,
0: I can't tell you how many times I am out in the wild and I just see someone I'm like, hey, you got a sliding doors? And they're like, oh man, I sure do. And then they all just, everyone claps. And just, it's, it's like a parade every day. We all have a sliding doors moment. <laughs> so so that, we all think of. So oh. like a
1: sliding doors moment would be the moment where Mike and I decided to bring Taylor and Greg onto the show. Or we didn't. We went into a different sliding door. Do you
3: know
2: what oh, I'm talking imagine about? imagine
3: that world.
1: That world where we're famous, more famous than we are right now, we're making millions and millions of dollars.
2: You're
0: talking about an almost famous moment.
2: You know what's so <laughs> sad is you like nobody would recommend that he go and watch Sliding Doors. I almost think you should watch like the preview for Sliding or Doors or read a Wikipedia page. Yeah, because yeah. it's not a, it's not a movie worth seeing. But like, I just think this is going to hamper you in the professional world you if you don't if, you can't, if you're not conversant <laughs> about Sliding Doors. I've <laughs>
1: seen Sliding Doors. I have not seen the butterfly effect, but I know what that means. Yeah, okay. I've not seen that Ashton Kutcher I got made. one.
3: I couldn't think of one. I'm going to talk about the butterfly effect. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like very early 2000s and dumb, but one of those timelines they do a good job at. Oh, okay. Amy Smart, I think.
2: Uh, it's Smart weird that she choice. stopped acting.
3: Yeah, what happened to her? She, she, Wait, you're saying...
0: <laughs> you know didn't she me mean? She invented
2: a line of water, right? <laughs> oh, she, 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 uh, she pivoted.
0: <laughs> I have I have another thing that I think mm, you might not be so bad. Uh, the Sting and Shaggy album. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> bad. One, My eight, God, seven, let's talk it, about dude. this judge. Eighteenth yeah. oh, yeah. century judge. <laughs> that is the one, That's the moment. Eighty percent of the the album is just bullshit. Uh. It's just garbage. It's drivel. But there's this one song where. Shaggy plays an old 1800s English judge and Sting
3: just straight up says, I committed a bunch of crimes and I'm not sorry. Do do you guys know the band Godsmack at all? Yes. I have they, heard it. They are often lumped in with Nickelback and or Limp Biscuit. Uh, you know what?
1: I'm not the one I, so far away. It is, Maybe. right? Yeah, the, the I one like I'm a, They're of like
2: a new metal band. I
3: forgot about them, but yeah, they have a couple songs that are... Fucking rockers. Everyone's oh, God everyone.
1: your bite I, I totally forgot the premise. I'm, yeah,
2: I'm, I'm, yeah. this premise. I'm doing the best stop everyone. Everyone shut I'm up. Doing the best I stuff have
0: man. I have another this might not be so bad. Nickelback. You know what? Nope. No. You know what? Nickelback is not that
3: bad. Shut up. Here's, I
1: think it's important to not be a tailor and think of like your thoughts, but also we need to do we we do need to each find our own band that we go to for a bad band. Because we have to stop using Nickelback for the example of bad band. Yeah, because it's lazy, right? It's it's lazy writing, and we need to think of a new band. I'm going to do Godsmack from now on. Who
0: Everyone can't believe that Nickelback was the worst band. They would not have had
3: that many number one hits if they were just a terrible band. Did they have one? Yeah, they had a ton. No, didn't they have one? What? How you remind me, isn't that their only number one hit? Photograph? Yeah. I don't know what that is.
2: Look at this photograph. Photograph. Every time
3: I do it, it makes me laugh.
2: But having me a hard word breaking,
0: you, and I've been
3: that that there. That's the one hit. That's the one hit, You're reminding of me of it. And then there's time. also a uh, 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 one that Spider Man can... 2. S- Absolutely, <laughs> the Spider Man 2 song.
2: Featuring the singer from Saliva. <laughs> Hell yeah. That cost 95 cents, and I gave you a dollar, so give me my nickel back. <laughs> They're the classic.
1: What was the Saliva hit? I don't know.
3: Saliva so had to have a couple of I'm hits, sure right? I'm sure they did. But I can just think of the guy on the fake brick wall singing next to Nickelback about Spider Man. Okay,
2: wait, I got one. You know what a lot of people don't like, but it's not that bad? White males. Mm, <laughs> I'm a check please. I'm bouncing.
0: No, thank you. That's all for the tape, In Tell us about Patreon, Mike
3: yourpopfilter. Nope, patreon.com slash yourpopfilter. If you you love the shit we do for some reason and you want to throw us a little cashish, uh, there's all sorts of tiers. You want to do $1? We're going to thank you by name, which we have not done yet. Should I do that right now? Yes. Trevor K. Allred, thank you, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you, Trevor. Trevor, you're a good friend. Samuel R. Allen, thank you so much, my friend.
0: Samuel R. Allen.
2: Thank you so much.
3: Chris C. Patterson, thank you. Thank you, my friend. Those Aww. are our, our first round of Army of Filterinos. They're giving different tiers. They're getting different prizes. And we
0: are giving these people guns and forming an army. I want to be very clear. Oh, yeah.
3: that's No matter what you give, starting
2: from $1, we mail you a gun. You know, I was wrong when I said that thing about white males. <laughs> yeah. No, we yeah, know. That was, uh, I
1: think yeah. we responded Yeah, No, I, everyone knows. Can we ask the Patreon members if it's okay for Taylor to have his first catchphrase be check, please, and then his next one be I'm bouncing? Yeah. Don't those cancel each other out? Because he's bouncing those checks. He's bouncing those checks. Bouncing around,
0: bouncing around, bouncing. That's a reference to a nerd song. That's it for the tape-in. Now we're moving on to the pull list. (laughs) Now we're here in the pull list, the part of the show where we talk about every other show that we watch this week. It's only two other shows, you guys. I love the summer, other than the fact that it is unbearably hot. You know what else is hot? Shit, it is hot in here. Jesse Custer on Preacher.
1: Uh, On this week's episode of Preacher... Jesse gets the idea to call Air Star and the Star Patrol to get his soul back, despite the fact that they recently tried to murder Tulip. Star makes it to the farm, where his lackeys get captured, and then released by Jesse, and then shot at by Tulip, all while Cassidy and somehow Tulip blow up a gang of hillbillies and start a war with Angelville. Taste Buds ask you this. What? Is this season already out of steam? (laughs) I'm so, I thought you
3: were going to end it. What?
1: Well, what? I wanted to, but nobody spoke up. Oh yeah, I wanted well, people yeah. to start screaming at me.
3: Uh, Let me ask you this. What? What? No, you're wrong. This, this episode was fucking delightful. Really? I thoroughly enjoyed it because... I thought this was broken. The slow simmer of tensions between Jesse and Cassidy, they can't be open. For some reason, they have to be polite in front of
2: Tulip. All those tensions bother me. But the they name. obviously hate each other. Right. Yeah.
3: And th- but neither of them will tell her. Uh, everybody... This whole...
2: You said this last week. This whole relationship is so much more interesting in this show than it was in the comics. Mm-hmm. But Jesse said the thing that he should have said uh, episodes
1: ago of, all right, Cass, we're all done. Yeah. <laughs> you're,
3: you're cool to leave.
1: <laughs> and he was like, well, no, I have to stay because I'm in love with your girlfriend, my best friend.
3: And also, like, we met Cass... Being an airplane bartender, Mm -hmm. and so he, I think he really just does this over and over and over again. He has nowhere to actually go if he left, so he's just going to latch on until somebody tries to kill him, and then he'll be like, I guess it's time to move on.
2: But So he loves Tulip, but this episode, she said to him, I love you, Cass. Right. And she said it in a tone of voice that easily could have just been like, I love you as a friend, Cass, but she seriously looked at him and said, I love you, Cass. Which is going to drag him along further.
1: I feel like she walked away knowing how awkward that was. Yeah. Like, well, I should probably not say that to
3: She's him anymore. She's so good. Ruth is so fucking good at her job.
2: Yeah. She really has, like, become that character. I find they all have, really. When I think of... I mean, I love the comic, obviously, but when I think of Jesse, I think of this guy and his hair instead mm-hmm. of the classic comic book, curly, like, Jerry Curl hair. Oh, yeah. She's no, definitely it's, th- it's,
0: it's this guy in his hair. Uh-huh. I'm just so
1: nervous that... Like, we loved the last episode, right? Mm -hmm. We talked about how how great it was to start a new season and get away from season two. I loved watching
2: it. Just watching it was fun.
1: loved every second of watching that episode, and (laughs) now I'm already out. I'm already seeing how, like, like, nope, they have no answers. They have no idea what's going on, and we're also in the point, and this is supposed to happen halfway through the season, that this episode did not matter everything is the same as it was before. I
3: don't know. Everybody going to their own corners and that there's no there's no actual alliance. There's nobody who has somebody else on their side except for Grandma, Jody, and TC. But, like, our three main aren't... Nobody's on solid ground here, and everybody's trying to play somebody else. And, I don't know, it worked really well for me. and And them splitting up and having to deal with this new world was
2: a fucking delight. It had one of these big, long action scenes that Preacher really likes to do, and... It's Is this when, the monk scene? Yeah, when Airstar goes to the Krishna temple. And it's funny that it's a shootout with Krishna's. With the teacher from Freaks and Geeks. With Dave the Gruber <laughs> Allen? Uh-huh. Uh, who just had, like, you have to cast him as someone who looks like that. Because yes. Because that's the only way. He has to say look.
1: man every third word, or
0: uh-huh. otherwise it's not going to work. I have a question. Have you guys ever seen the Britney Spears movie Crossroads? No. You know, believe it or not, I haven't. Okay, well then never mind. I'm pretty sure he's an extra in a scene in that movie, but I've never been
1: able to verify. I believe it. That feels like a different, like, we should start an investigative pro- podcast about that. Yeah, we'll should do we, that later.
2: Should we start a Crossroads podcast? Bum, 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 bum. Sure. <laughs> yes. We'll Crossroads just, Minute. Yeah, we'll watch one minute of it and then talk about it for a while. I've seen that movie six or
0: seven
3: times. Oh, yeah? Does it just keep getting better? It truly does. <laughs> what is the theme song to that podcast? Is it Bone Thugs? <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, probably. Cool. I had seen that
2: song, Mike. All the lyrics. I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) So, do you guys have moments of the week? I do have a moment of the week, uh, but it's actually horrifying. Uh, It's when TC talks about his dream about Lucy Uh Blue and Jesse says, uh, TC, tell me you're the worst person here. Cassidy. Cassidy says, tell me you're the worst person here, and he goes, no. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) How could that have been? And and the the lead up, that whole scene is – they're just talking and TC goes, I love interrupts Cassidy. He goes, I love dreams. And Cassidy just goes,
2: Okay. That character is working pretty well on the show. Like where he's like trying to figure out what Cass likes, and finally he's like, You like drugs? <laughs>
3: <laughs> the <laughs> innocent monster yeah. is fucking fascinating. Yeah. And those two together are hilarious. No, that's mine. That's oh, mine. that's for yours. Sure. Okay, Ryan. Yes. You I will say that
1: my moment of the week would be towards the end where we are reminded that the grandma still exists because everything happens and then Jesse starts to feel like he's choked and then it cuts to the grandma twisting a voodoo doll and i want this amped up more i want what i would like for like a couple of episodes is for hairstar incorporated to go do their own thing mm-hmm. and i want to build up grandma tc and jody until we have a reason to keep watching cuz right now i feel like everything is coming into each other in a way that is not interesting i just realized
2: I think there's voodoo in every one of our shows. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Big, big right now. Summer of Voodoo, that's how we're all remembered twenty eighteen. It's all like it's all like married to future like technologies and yeah. stuff too. It's yeah. just real voodoo's Voodoo back, two point. Voodoo.
1: Oh
0: no. Preachers on U-do. Sunday nights on AMC. Your next show this week is Cloak and Dagger. On this week's episode of Cloak and Dagger, Tandy and Ty each meet someone living the life they could have been theirs had what? they taken different paths without the rig explosion as they both go undercover to gain more information on their prospective quests. Ty tries to get in with a drug runner, gets his chance when O'Reilly and Connor's go on a bust, and Tandy begins to in- infiltrate Roxxon by making a friend. Avita and her aunt try to divine the future of Tyrone and New Orleans, question mark, mm-hmm. and discover that only one of them will die and one of them will Will Live. Gentlemen, I ask you this. How do you feel about
2: the voodoo in all of the shows we're watching? <laughs> it It's cool in this one, but... I'm not sure. I love the the voodoo practitioner. Mm -hmm. I feel like in a in a show full of really cool performances. I just I don't know if I'm like getting hers. I'm not saying it's definitely bad. It's but it's just it seems a little stilted. It's nothing new. I thought it was a cool break
1: from action, and I really liked how they amped up the music. Uh That helped out like feel like feel like these scenes were important. That um,
2: one will live, one will die. Thing, I've, yeah. I'm a dummy, but I seriously went like, "Oh, oh for sure, no, yeah, I know. no," because they would both rather live or both die. Probably, they're a team.
1: I'm a very intelligent TV critic, but I also love soap operas. And one's <laughs> yeah. gonna live, one's gonna die. Are you kidding me right
3: now? Well, love it and they are a team in a way that both of them are acting more like the other one. Yeah. In a pretty for a fucking freeform show, that it's it was pretty subtle that. Tandy is now rethinking, manipulating everybody around her, and Ty is more like, well, maybe I should fucking manipulate people around me. Uh, Speaking I of say-
1: Freeform show, the first scene was a black guy wrecking a blonde girl, and then there was a slow reveal that it's not, not Ty and yeah. Tandy. They, what, 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 is that, that, that was dumb and was weird. That was a really awkward What are we doing thing? there?
2: Yeah, that was like super duper Because I didn't awkward. think it was them.
1: And then no. I realized that the show wanted me to think it uh-huh. was them and then reveal something that I didn't care about.
3: I, I don't want to – I don't care what the show's doing. I don't want to imagine two 16-year-olds railing right. like that. Yeah, and like – Not on a podcast, no, not, be,
2: Because it's a, a TV show, they're under like the covers in that weird way that people have sex on TV. Yeah. But he's like railing her from behind, and it's like, dude, stay at it. Like, and I am to see this. this who is were they? Helping. They were the guy who's the drug dealer okay. from his past, and the and girl we never saw again. Yeah. A random just, girl, just a random who's wearing, just, a wig. wearing a blonde, wearing a tandy wig, tandy wig. Uh,
0: tandy yeah. wins her full name. I have to say, I am, be- I'm becoming back on board with this show. You guys were on it more. I was off. I get, I think more what it's doing, and I'm more okay with it.
1: I think just the fact that we got to see what their lives would be like. Without going into a dream sequence, mm-hmm. which even this show is very capable of doing, right. like always resorts to that. Dude,
2: I think the whole next episode is a dream sequence.
1: I mean, they've at this point it, it feels like they're saving up, you yeah, know, like we're going <laughs> to blow this a dream plot, sequence bucks. But the fact that we got to see that in a plot way instead of a uh, we all got conked on the head and <laughs> sort of went Whoa. to a dream sequence way, I thought was pretty good. I thought that was pretty clever.
3: Yeah, I didn't in until later. I watched the episode and then found out the name was like "Broken Mirrors" or something. And then Fun I One "House Mirrors." Oh, yeah, once you see the name, it's all there. But at first, I was just like, they're just dealing with different people who are sort of connected to their past. Like, and then after I, I, it was, it was more well done than I think a lot of our shows could do.
2: And the show consistently does that with like the doubling of the stories yeah. and of their mirroring each other, and the degree to which they managed to do it. It's like not his, getting old to me. No. no, it's not. Like you know, the whole thing. He is trying to find this new energy. And it's, like, this voodoo energy, (laughs) and uh, she actively, like, finds this new, like, energy that's underground and Mm -hmm. helps to, like, reroute it the way it's supposed to go. And that's just one of, like, five different ways in which they are shown to be mirroring each other. And, yeah, it doesn't get old. It's, like, it's very – it's an intricate balancing Because the
1: uh, alternative to that is just to not mirror anything or have any focus or just do whatever you want and be super boring. And I don't think it's being that. Mm-mm.
3: Yeah, and that they they've set up these characters in just a few episodes that they are isolated and sad enough that so when Tandy gets a real friend and like a, a p- pure person is on the show, it's fucking. I, I was so, so happy d- for her
2: when like I I like when this show has the two of them together but I, it doesn't bother me so much that their stories are separate. That at first I think that took my getting, some getting used to for me, but I like that. But when they come together at the end mm-hmm. of this episode yeah. and he's crying and she literally can't touch him mm-hmm. because they explode off each other when they do that.
1: Just the fact that she knows something's up. Yeah. And she like is she's a pretty isolated person. That's not something that she typically recognizes or gives a shit about in yeah. other people and sees that ties fucked mm-hmm. up and is very concerned. It's big
2: moment. Can't touch him but stands just very close to him while he cries. Man, that like that got a lot of points. That was like yeah. very like well earned and a cool moment and like emotional and uh, an examination of their powers and their relationship with each other. This is like dude, this is I think when it's all said and done, this is going to be the best of these Marvel shows.
1: It definitely feels different than like we were up on runaways, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah I guess maybe it's cuz it's a Hulu MCU show. But we were up on Runaways, and this is light years This ahead.
3: is way better. Because it is, it's more focused. The cast is smaller, even though every episode they add another one or two people. That's way better than starting your season with 12 fucking people. Yeah. And how
0: many episodes are in this season?
3: Probably 12 or 13.
0: All right. Well, a check, please. That's all the time we have
1: for Cloak and Dagger. Do you guys have moments of the week? I have a moment of the week. I have... Who's the bad cop? Like that Connors. Connors? Connors. Fucking Connors. Scarface Connors. Fuck. God, Scarface I hate Connors. 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 Yeah, goddamn jerk. Um, him, I it was I thought he did a really good job of watching Cloak cloak out uh-huh. yeah. and keeping me in a mystery of if he knows that was possible or yeah. not. Right. Right. Like, I didn't know if like he was like, That's crazy, I've never seen that before. It's like a guy bamfing or oh shit, I know who he is.
2: Right. Uh for me it's that it is that moment where he is spamping down the hall and then just like appears in front of Tandy for, and then or yeah appears in front of Tandy and then he cries in their the emotional moment they have there this show just like I get to the point where I forget that there's gonna be power stuff uh-huh. in it and it that doesn't bother me Is, so that's the best me. case scenario. and then when it pops up it's like I still think it's cool when it pops up though it's like oh rad yeah because it feels like it's happening in the real world or something
1: also I see these two actors sometimes struggling with their dialogue uh-huh. right because a lot of plot has to happen.
3: But when they get back together,
1: mm, smooth as ice. They just
3: shoulders her- Mine was going to be that Tandy's face when she realized that she can't hug him. It yeah. was heartbreaking. So if I can't do that one, uh, I'll do a very on mike brand one. The song that uh, Mina Ness's dad was humming uh, is Sons and Daughters by the Decemberists. Yeah. I was trying to God figure out it. why the fuck they would do that. So that's my moment of the week uh-huh. is Decemberists, baby. Well, I don't like <laughs> Furious, the
1: Decemberists, so I'm never going to get catatonic because I don't want to go through that. That's
3: all you'll hum. Oh, Jesus. All right.
0: That is it for these shows that we have to watch, you guys. Uh, Cloak and Dagger is on Freeform on Thursday nights. Uh, Greg. Yeah. My beautiful, wonderful baby boy.
2: How you doing, man? I fucking hate these We did it. We made it through another episode of these knuckleheads.
0: What's your favorite website?
2: Uh, is there Taylor.com? It's not Taylor.com, god damn it. There, there's, there's, if you own
3: Taylor.com, I'd be so let angry and me impressed. Just
2: ask the questions to the host of the show. I don't
0: think I have Taylor.com.
2: Okay, you I don't look think it's available.
0: It. I've got my full name, but it's not. I'll talk
2: about another one. Your popfilter.com is blessed with a little bit of Taylor, <laughs> but I feel like could use so much more. But all our shows can be found there, including Taylor Talking Taylor. And uh, you should check it out. It's a, it's a good show. I uh, like it. It's nice.
0: I love to shop. Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> Got to bring Ryan back yeah. into it.
1: Oh, I was asleep. I was <laughs> yeah, full I on asleep.
0: Well, Ryan, now that you're awake, tell us how you shop
1: online. Go to yourpotfilter.com slash Amazon. Make that your new shopping bookmark. If you use that instead of your stupid original Amazon.com, you will super support the show and then also get all the crap that you're buying anyway. Yourpotfilter.com slash Amazon.
0: It's good. You can also hit us up on YouTube. It's uh, youtube.com. You go there. It'll probably do HTTPS because they've uh,
2: got updated security. Make sure your video codecs are... Yeah,
0: make sure you've got all of that updated because otherwise you won't be able to watch them but you can still search us out. And actually, you know what? It might be even better for you if you don't like video format or audio format if you just go to youtube.com search for your pop filter and then find our channel and then you don't have to watch the videos and it physically won't let you but then you can still (laughs) like and subscribe to our videos uh and that helps us out and we would love for you to do that one of our one of our wonderful perfect members works very hard on them (laughs) and he's probably the best steve (laughs) yeah yeah, intern steve works very hard on this oh
2: we didn't see him today that's fine to be calling hot (laughs) <laughs> yeah, too hot to oh, go to work today. i oh. fucking
1: saw him and i sent him straight the fuck home yeah because he's fucking he had no cupcakes in his hands and he knows and he has to bring two cupcakes a shift
3: he had a bruise and he said something about kyle said i hit a door so i'm worried about steve yeah uh, he will be fine mike tell us about social media at your pop filter on twitter facebook.com slash your pop filter if you like all of us but want us in little digestible bites and want to know who the fuck is jerking Taylor and or Greg off on Twitter, their feet are there, still touching. Figure it out at your pop filter, Facebook.com I
2: mean, we all have access to it, so it could be anybody. It could be anybody. Yeah. It could be any
3: of us. It really could be. Also guys, stop leaving it logged on because if an Steve hops on for <laughs> one more day, I'm going to flip out.
1: That was not a good day in our history.
3: That little bitch let everybody know what the inner workings of Pop Filter are like. And he
2: followed a lot of weird people. Yeah, we do yeah. not
3: support half of what he followed. No. So many Pepes.
0: Uh, you can also hit us up at contact at yourpopfilter.com, the email address, if you uh, thought that... I was wrong about everything and all the other guys were right, then you should write us that and then I will not tell anyone else that you wrote us that.
2: (laughs) That's a delete. (laughs) Uh,
0: Or if you think that we should be talking about other shows that aren't on, you're wrong, but we'll also also read those emails.
1: You know? (laughs) Why not? You can also... West Wing? Fuck Wait, you. Yeah, yeah, you want to email us about shows that aren't on.
0: Well, listen, if that's a thought that they have... And claim that they're on. <laughs> listen, if that's a thought that they have and they want to email us about it, we'll accept that email. Also, you can hit us at 1562 at pop. That's 1562 p o p. He's our little robot associate. He takes all of our phone calls for us. He's turned off right now because he's a machine and he generates heat and it's hot as hell. Yeah. but It is, we'll, hot. It is we'll, hot. We'll turn him back on this... N- tonight and then he'll take our messages and then we'll go and then we'll play him on show and it's good
1: D- nailed it you this did it good
0: yeah. thanks i did
2: a good dismount were you reading that <laughs> i was
0: i'm sorry uh, was bad writer <laughs> so that's it for the show next week we're gonna be talking about cloak and dagger again because we've got three shows to rotate through <laughs> yeah. it's a good time to be us uh, we'll also be giving away more shishies, and we'll also be probably yelling at each other some more. You know this show. You know how it goes.
2: It's us. We love it. We're going to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp next week. Right? Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about that, Dude, sh- that I'm movie. I'm so excited. It's that's how good, you host, motherfucker. It's a, good, mo- it's a good movie. Well, no one will never. You'll never drive us apart. Wow. You'll never drive us apart. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Mike is trying hard. Yeah. But you'll never drive us apart. Yeah. No. All right, cool. We love so, each other.
0: Uh, we're talking about all those stuff, and that's the show. Bye.
3: Hear a locust? I almost sneezed. Okay, I thought I you think were like, went away
2: having a heat stroke
3: or something. No. Okay. <laughs>